welcome to episode 154 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Spring Break Janelle. That's right. Well, best laid plans of mice and men and all. We were going to record on our trip and then we didn't. We were on our first trip in over a year. Yeah. Give us a break. I did bring the equipment, <laughs> uh, but that didn't pan out. So here we are. We told you guys in our last episode we may take a week or two off. And, and here we are. We're here the second week. That's right. Filming on location. Yes, that's right. From our recliners. This, you might notice the sound is a little different. I don't know like how perceptive you are with like recording space, but we're about... Mm, four and a half feet from where we normally sit in recliner chairs instead of on the couch. And why are we in recliner chairs? Well, you're going to find out about how cute our kids were and what they set up for us during the news. All right. But if you hear some creaking, it's because Janelle keeps rocking in her recliner. You are definitely rocking more than I am. Even though I told her not to, but... That's you rocking. That's you. You just did that. Whatever. Whatever. We've been watching a lot of home videos of ourselves as teenagers, and our kids have really enjoyed seeing how we are like we are now yeah, we back then. Changed much. You're a lot less uptight though. Like it's, we also watched some videos of our early like while we were dating and early marriage and stuff. And I'm so annoyed with everything Phil does. Yeah, you were like super grumpy at me. The difference. Uh, I guess that difference. The reality of it, though, is that regardless of how grumpy you are, I still did what I was doing, knowing I would get a rise out of you, and just like went on. Like you're not even afraid of me. I'm not. We're equally matched. That's why we're a good match. Because either one of us could be overwhelming and or irritating to other people, but when we're together, it works. It's perfect. Like Janelle used to get super mad at me when I would put the camera up close to her on her face, but like legitimately mad at me. Well, we saw an example of uh, my mom getting mad at me for putting the cl- the camera close on her. Yeah. So it just went down of a generation to me. I guess so. <laughs> camera behavior follows generation. <laughs> like baldness and heart disease. I thought it skips. I don't know. Well, you know what doesn't skip? The news. Let's do it. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, wherever you listen to our podcast. Also, if you'd like to email us, you may do so at mandarinorangshow at gmail.com. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. We did get some email, a long and very good email from our frequent writer in Ben, Um, And we are going to address that on our next episode. You might notice if you download or whatever that this episode is shorter than our typical ones. We're deep in spring break mode. And so we wanted to have something to put out for you guys. But this one's going to be short and sweet. And Ben uh, wrote a very hearty and welcome uh, email. But it's pretty long. And we're going to address it when we're back on our more regular schedule. Yeah. It's great. It's not a complaint in any way, shape, or form. And we, we love, love it. Any length of we email. Love, we love 10 pagers, 20 pagers. We do reserve the right to trim it down if we can't get through it all in one episode. We will be able to get through Ben's all in one episode, but, you know, for sake of time yes. on this one, we're going to put it to our after spring break episode. So thank you, Ben, for writing in. Once again, if you guys would like to write to us, 
MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com. Of course, you can find us on Instagram at MandarinOrangeShow. Find us on Facebook. MandarinOrangeShow uh, is also a good place to send us our message if you want to write to us there. And finally, join our Facebook group, Mandarin Orange Show, the group. Let's do it. With that being said, let's talk quickly about our spring break trip. Oh my gosh. So normally we would discuss this in the My Vacation Pants segment. So that's how short we're doing. We just we gotta get through this. This is quick and easy, and so we're gonna do this here. Put on my vacation pants. There we go. Let's talk about it. All right. I just can't even explain the feeling of emotion that overcame me as we got on the open road. We'll put it this way. Luke and Audrey brought a whole bunch of stuff to do on the drive to Utah. It was a five-hour drive. And uh, they didn't... They just wanted to look out the window because they hadn't seen they hadn't anywhere seen. but our house for over a year. Yeah. We, we drove like 40 minutes away. Once. Yeah, well, we went in to my parents' house and did like our distance thing out there. That's like a, that's about an hour. Yeah, but that's 55 it. Fifty-five minutes, something like that. In a year. Yeah. So, so. we kind of talked about it before. We hinted at what we were doing, but basically, we did sort of a redo of what we did at the beginning of the pandemic, where we went to a single location where it was you know we could be apart from anyone else. It's more of like a cabin. These were, they called them villas. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's own entrance. It's an isolated place. And there's no one that could, you know, come in and out. We didn't have housekeepers coming in, anything like that. We went in, and the first thing we did is sanitize the entire thing. I even had fabric sanitizer. Yes. Well, I guess before that, the other thing is we wanted to travel somewhere that we could do in one shot. So we didn't have to stop at a bathroom or any stores and have to go in anywhere. And so it was five we and a half hours. Lunches, yeah. so we didn't eat. And we brought our food way. from grocery, so we like you know ate in uh, for the most part. And so the whole idea was, even though we're out somewhere different, you know, we're still isolated and stuff. But the one thing that we have, as you guys know, been able to do is going out like on a trail out in the open, right? We've tried to avoid crowded trailheads because we don't want to still be around a bunch of people. So this was kind of a perfect time because we were a little off season there. Mm-hmm. And we found so many great places to hike. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But that was kind of part of why we wanted to go somewhere near the great outdoors. Right. And so we stayed actually in St. George, Utah, which is sort of a jumping off point for Zion National Park and a lot of other great stuff out there. And it was spectacular. Yeah. Um, basically when you drive into Utah, it's just one big old national park. Yeah, so my dad said that they should just put a sign up, welcome to Utah National <laughs> Park. Um, although Arizona and even bits of Nevada going through there, because that's a great part too. From here to there, you go through California, obviously, through Nevada, through Arizona up for a little bit, and then up into Utah. So it's a four-state trip, even though it was just a five-hour drive, five yeah. and a half hours. So... Pretty spectacular. Yeah. So, for the most part, we stayed in the cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, we did, you know, we brought video games to play. We brought tons of board games, which we will, we'll talk about that in board games, because that's a it separate thing. It had three TVs, one in every room. Right. Although, we didn't watch TV that much, because no. we were doing board games and, um, you know, stuff like that. I uh, did put on some Impractical Jokers. Yeah. A uh, re- lot of reading. A lot of um, just just hanging out together, you know. And then, of course, like I said, we did a bunch of hikes. Um, let's talk about those hikes real quick. 
Yeah, so we went on uh, the first full day there. Um, we found like a little trailhead in just outside of town. Yeah, in like uh, I mean, it was in a neighborhood, but there was nobody around. Well, so on the on the outskirts of St. George, and it's like in the Dixie area. I don't know if anyone around here is familiar with it, but just in case. There's a whole, like, system of trails that go through the Red Rocks areas. So, a real popular spot was called Pioneer Park. Yeah, and we that's drove by there what we went times. to. It just, there was too many people there. There was no way to, like, Social not be distance. by people. But that's part of this larger trail system. So, we went further down and found another trailhead that also went to some beautiful spots. And there was, like, nobody there. And so, we hiked out there for a little while. And that was pretty spectacular. That was gorgeous. And, and um, then I had to go to the bathroom, so we had to leave. We did have to cut that one a little short. That's not pandemic-related. That's just what happens to you I'm sometimes. I'm not trained. Yeah, you're not. You're used to being, like, right I, near the toilet. I get to go whenever I want. You gotta, gotta work your body back into its habit, you yes. know? But, so then, um, the next one we did, and I had scoped out a ton, and there's... Millions more hikes all around here, just from you could from go the place. hiking for a year on yeah. a different trail. And all these different, I mean, the if anyone's been to Utah or seen pictures, you know, it's just spectacular all around. A lot of red rocks, but other types of formations as well. Um, so the next one we went to was the um, what's called Snow Canyon State, State Park, Park, um, which was just absolutely stunning. It had a lot of similarities. With, like, Zion, but it was, like, you know, a little bit smaller scale, but still pretty epic. It had sand dunes. There were sand dunes. There were lava tubes. Um, So, what we did is we did a couple of hikes there. Again, um, some of the trailheads there were more crowded, and so we kind of skipped past those. But we went to the... First, we went to the sand dunes, and this was, like, a huge, wide-open thing. The kids love Mm -hmm. sand dunes. dunes. What do they like to do? Roll down them. Roll down them. That's right. And it was like red sand because of the red rocks. Mm-hmm. And so we just found a spot. And again, it was so wide open that we were able to be all by ourselves there. And the kids just went nuts rolling yeah. down sand hills. It's, it's like been so long. Now, they were a little like out of breath. Yeah, I know. I mean. Even Luke. Even Luke. Like we got to we gotta so work we him more. we need to like hike more because... You yeah, know. a little out of practice. We're not used Although to Although he did find all the rest of them. I think he was just running up and down the, the sand, dune sand dunes the over and over again. <laughs> it, that's the other thing, though. Temperature-wise, it was perfect. Like, I think it was in the high 60s to low 60s throughout the whole time we were there. Yeah, so it was beautiful. Beautiful for hiking. It, it, like, was hotter this week. So we just, was we were there during the perfect week. So then we went up to um, a, another part in the state park still, and they had a trail that goes down to the lava tubes. Yes. Um, which are, for those that don't know, tell us how a lava tube is formed, Janelle. So a lava tube is formed when a volcano erupts. Yeah. And lava flows down, and it's hollow because there's something inside it that rots away. Okay, you had it up until the point where the lava's flowing down. No, the thing about it, it's flowing along a big lava flow. What cools first? The, the ho- lava. 
Well, no. What part of this big lava flow is going to cool first? The, the boiling hot interior or the outside exposed the to the outside. air? That's right. The outside is going to be the part that cools the first. And then as it cools, the inside's still flowing and it kind of leaves a mm. hollow tube. And that's why they kind of get narrower, you know, as it keeps going out. So, and then what happens, like in this case, is part of the tube collapse. So there's access to the inside and it's basically like a cave. But a lot of times they're more smooth and straight, right? As opposed to like a winding cave. These ones are interesting, though, because they've been open for so long. They actually have little stalactites like growing from the roof. Yeah. um, Which is fascinating. So, and we, there's three different openings that we hiked past in different parts. Um, We went down into one that was pretty tight. The kids and I went into a little bit. You kind of just poked your head in. Another one that was sort of just like a big open space. But then the third one, you climb down into this little like pit and you're actually, I don't know, it's probably 150 feet worth of cave you can go back in and explore. Yeah, we went to as far as you could go. We brought flashlights. I mean, this was like a full cave. Yeah, you know? it was dark. Um, and oh, it was awesome. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And just like so much like adventure and different. Like, you know, landscapes right. in There's one trip. Geologic formations of all types all throughout. They have, they call them the petrified sand dunes. These big sort, these big hills. Luke and Audrey said it kind of looked like they're made out of Lego because they're like almost tiered, right, you know, right. as it goes up. Um, and so anyway, this this is great. I don't know. Probably like the whole hike was what did we say? Like three miles round loop. Yeah, a little Something over like three that. miles. Something like that. Anyway, just gorgeous. Um, so that's the state park. And we did some days um, where we just kind of did a veg. veg day at the place. And play we just games. play games all day and stuff. So there's that. But then um, we did two trips out to Zion. And this was spectacular because we were looking at it. And to go up into the main canyon. You, you have ha- to take a shuttle. You have to take a shuttle. and We're not comfortable yeah, with Yeah, it's socially distanced supposedly. But you're crammed in a right. shuttle with other people, right? So we weren't going to do that, but there's a lot to do and see that's not up in the main canyon, right? So first of all, I looked and there are, there's actually four entrances into the park, kind of five, but four main entrances into the park, right? Mm-hmm. So one of them all the way around the backside, it's the Kolob entrance, I believe Kolob Canyon. Canyon. And we started with that. We'd spend a day just going there. It goes up to these high viewpoints. It's around the backside, so it's a completely different view, but still like these incredible Stunning. formations, arches, and um, there's a great trail up at the top that's um, over to, out to this overlook um, that you can see out to the whole uh, canyon or the whole valley all the way down to the, you can see the northern rim of the Grand Canyon from this viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Spectacular view. Um, so that was pretty great. And again, because we're going through like the backside, even though it's off season, you know, there's still a lot of people at the national park, but not here, this entrance where you have to go in like the, the little visitor center at the beginning, there were literally five cars in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. That's it in a national park. Right. Um, it was amazing. There's nobody else out there. So, and Luke is in fourth grade. So he got his, every kid in a park. Uh, pass, which is completely free. So, fourth graders get into them and their whole car into the national parks for free. That's right. So, that's pretty great. 
And then, so we did that. That was a whole day where we just did this backside of it. Because it's, it's about 50 minutes from this entrance to the main entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's around the other side. So then the next day, we went up the middle entrance. And this was interesting. Because it kind of goes up this big, long, winding canyon. And it climbs up really, really high. And then it kind of cuts through private land. So it goes out of the park and back into the park. The road is mm-hmm. winding up, you know. And eventually at the top... There's another overlook trail that uh, looks out at a different spot, and there's a reservoir um, up at the top, like a lake, you know. But we wouldn't know because as you get up high, I think the overlook trail is at like 8,000 feet, and there started to be snow around, and they actually closed the road right before it. Yeah. So we got like all the way almost up to the trailhead, oh, and the road was closed, and there's snow on the road. Us that, like- a little bit earlier. Yeah, there were no signs indicating this until we just came around a corner and there's there's a sign against yeah. across the road. So it was a beautiful drive up there. Yeah. Um, but it was not uh it was not meant to be. We did get a lot of license plates along the way. So that was Yeah, nice. I think this was a forty seven plate trip. Well forty seven states. Yeah. In C- case you guys don't know, on our trips, uh we look for license plates, play license plate game. So we got 47 license plates from states in the United States. We did not get, um, what did we not get? We didn't get New Hampshire, West Virginia, and what was the other one? Oh, Kentucky. Those are the three we didn't get. Kentucky has been a holdout. Yep. As has West Virginia. Virginia. Um, But we also got five Canadian plates, a Washington, D.C. plate, and... um, of course, like state workers, you know. And, uh, yeah, we do like special plates. Government plates and stuff. Oh, and one of the Canadian plates we got was the Yukon, a territory plate. We, the only other time we've ever seen the Yukon is when we were in Alaska. Yeah, so that's pretty great. And remind us to tell you about our amazing road trip based on yeah, license plates. That'll be that my vacation do. pants next time. For next time, that's right. Remind us to tell you about that because... It's going to be epic, and we're going to do it we're at gonna some point. We're going to do it. So, what else? So then, you know, because of that, we turned around there, and we actually went back around to the main entrance. And for this, because we couldn't go up on the shuttle, we kind of just did, like, the scenic drive through the park. It goes up through these amazing tunnels through the mountains. Through a mountain. We did get out at a couple, like, overlook, you know, like, viewpoints on the road. But there were quite a few people at the trailheads, and we wound up... we. We yeah, were going we to do, do something, it, but it just we weren't people. comfortable. So we just did a scenic drive for that part. Yeah, and um, stayed in our car. And the way I would train my body because of the first hike yeah. we went on, I would not drink that much beforehand. I have drinks and stuff on the way there. Uh-huh. Once I knew I could be back to a bathroom within a couple hours, then I start drinking and eating. <laughs> I'm sure it's very healthy, too. <laughs> it's helpful when you have to, like, wait to use the bathroom. It's true. It's a good tip. So, and that was it. So, those were our main, like, outdoor activities that we mm-hmm. did. All that, uh, as far as the hiking and stuff goes. The rest, we just spent in the cabin doing games and stuff. And that's just equally as fun just to be somewhere else yeah. doing it. It's crazy. So, but- and it was a really cool, like, villa with... You know, it had a balcony and it had like a full you know, kitchen full so we kitchen. could cook there and stuff. And um we didn't have to go out anywhere. The 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 kids bed came out of the wall. What is that called? Uh Murphy bed. That it had Murphy a Murphy bed. bed. Yeah. It's great. We just 
We loved it. It was so much fun. So we'll talk a little bit more about the games we played um, in a little bit. But the last thing in the news, we've got to talk about what uh, just happened yesterday. Yeah, so guys, we've been married for 18 years. Yeah, yesterday was our 18th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Thanks. Good job. (laughs) Thanks. We're still married. It's good. Still married. Still going strong. Um, So this was pretty great because, you know, we had just planned on being inside and doing inside stuff. This is our second quarantine anniversary. And when we got up, our kids had planned, like, all kinds of amazing stuff for our anniversary. Yeah. We didn't tell them they had to do this. They were just fancy. They were Yes, they were all decked out, fancy dress, suit for Luke, and what? And they set up our chairs. They set up our recliners. We came out, and they were, like, in front of the TV. And they, they said, like, pushed them in front. And they said they were going to serve us food and, like, set up movies and stuff for us to watch throughout the day. They also, on Animal Crossing, did this whole thing where they, like, recreated our wedding in Animal Crossing Mm -hmm. and had us all go in together and they recreated our wedding, including the reception. Including, like, outfits. They got outfits for us in the the game. The whole, like, they bought all the wedding stuff and recreated it there. So cute. And then, finally, they put together a whole entire magic show. Yes. Luke, Luke was a magician and Audrey was the, like, what did she call it? Like, assistant. assistant. But she had, like, a funny name for it. I can't remember. Anyway, she just kind of, like, danced and pointed at him and did, like, flair and it was really funny. And they did, like, a whole magic show for us. They're the best. Again, we did not make them do this. No. We, like, in fact, like, I was gonna order takeout from somewhere and surprise them. Yeah. Like. And they surprised us. Instead. So it was pretty great, and we did. We we veg. We did stuff with them too. We played a board game, and uh, you know, did other things. Yeah, activities. one of the magic tricks was um, they held up a sheet and said, "Whatever board game you want will appear." And then we said it, and then they ran and grabbed it and dropped the sheet, and so yes. then we played the board game. Gosh, they're amazing! Like they they just came up with this all on their own. I know, and they said. They said, you have made us have the best year of our life. We wanted to spoil you. And I was like. (laughs) I know. They're so great. They like gave you hand massages. Yeah. They brought us drinks and stuff. It was, uh, it was very special. So. Great day. It's pretty good 18th anniversary, I'd say. Yay. (sighs) Ah. Well, that's the news. That's what we're going to cover for this week. Um, We're going to jump to a couple more quick things that we need to tell you about. Um, And then, like I said, we'll do mail and uh, more more vacation pants talk next week. We'll talk about our license plate thing. So, uh, but what we do need to do real quick is we're going to jump over to movie time. Movie time. Guys, we went and saw a movie at a theater, a... A drive-in. A drive-in theater. So, we planned this out because, you know, we are very safe and very, you know, uncomfortable with doing uncomfortable things. So, we made sure it was... We did not have to leave the vehicle. Well, and the big concern, again, is the bathroom issue because you can't... 
I mean, the drive-in bathrooms already are a little <laughs> sketchy, They're and so you know, so we just told everyone like we got to go before we go, and then just can't go. Already. Yeah, and, and it was a du- it. it was a double feature, double feature, but we all made it because basically, you know, you do have to roll down your window to pay for the tickets, but. Other than that, you just you're just locked yeah. up in your little box. Yeah. You don't have to go out or anything. And the kids, we did a run through. We did a practice run through. Can they bring down the seats in our car on their own and set up their pillows yeah. and mattresses? And they laid down in so the so they back lay seat. across the back so they can see. See, yeah. and then we were, we lean back our front seats. And then we can all see out the and front. We can all see. Um, and so yeah, guys. We saw two movies at the theater for the first time in over a year. The last movie we saw in the theater was Sonic the Hedgehog. I saw one other one with Dan. I can't remember what it is still, but that's the last one we all we saw all together. We all saw together. Um, now, this is the other thing that's perfect, though, because it was my dad's birthday. Yes. And so what we all contacted, <laughs> we all the whole family met up at the drive-in, and we all were in our own cars, but we all like parked next to each other and stuff, and we could Waved. see each other and have our phones and everything. And this is so great. This was the double feature they had. So the first one was Tom and Jerry, which is like a live action cartoon hybrid of Tom and Jerry, which turned out to be like pretty fun. Our review was they probably didn't need Tom and Jerry that much. The story was well enough written on its own. Like the live action parts were the best. Yeah. But it was so perfect and fun. It was. It was a fun one. Everyone could see it, blah, blah, blah. And the second one... It was Grandpa's birthday. Grandpa's birthday, and it was a movie called The War with Grandpa, which apparently came out, like, last October, but who knows what movies <laughs> come out. Nobody's been to the movies. Um, with Robert De Niro and Uma Thurman and Rob Riggle. Quite a lineup there. <laughs> and it's this kid. You might have seen a trailer for it where the kid, there, the, the grandpa moves in with the family, and then he winds up moving into the kid's room, and they go to war about, like, who gets to have the room. And it was really fun. It was very funny. It was silly. It was was, touching. It was touching. And it was the perfect movie to see, like, with everyone in the family. Yeah. And for my dad, for grandpa, because it was like a grandpa and his grandson. And um, it was a lot of fun. I heard grandpa laughing through double windows rolled up. Like, belly laughing. (laughs) Oh, other side people that were in it. Jane Seymour. Yes. Cheech Marin. Yes. And who else am I forgetting? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. That's right. Christopher Walken. He was great. Oh my gosh, so funny. It, I we highly recommend. It was really really fun, especially if you've got like a family thing. I mean, it was PG, you know. So if you're concerned about a PG level one, like obviously, but it was very very. It was very funny. Yeah. I think it was legitimately funny, and it was perfect to see with Grandpa. And since we went on a weeknight. Even though, I mean, I know a lot of places are on spring break this week. It was not crowded. No, yeah, it was, it was great. So, and they said, you know, don't get out of your car unless you have to go to the bathroom and wear masks and stuff. So. People weren't like perfect about it. But again, we were pretty boxed in in our and car. Isolated you know, so. and far away. So we did that. Now we also did another sh- like, movie that we saw all with my family, but this one was, like, a streaming, like, we all watched it on mm-hmm. Netflix at the same time. This one is called Finding Ohana, and we watched this all together. My brother Matt kind of scoped it out as one that the whole family could watch. What do you think of this? Again, winner, winner. Right, this one is a great one. Uh, it's, if I had to, like, do it in a very quick summary, it's The Goonies in Modern Times set in Hawaii. Yeah. 
But a little more emotional as well. Yeah. And, like... Also with her grandpa. Also with her grandpa. And, like, all filmed on Hawaii. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> and it was fun. Like, it was totally, like, a modern take on Goonies. To the point that the actor who played Data in the Goonies and Short Round in <laughs> yeah, Indiana in Jones, he's, like, one of the grandpa's friends in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. And he said things like slick shoes. Oh, yeah. There was multiple references <laughs> to Goonies and Indiana Jones. But it was more like a, a homage, not right. like they were ripping it off. Right. I mean, they do go on adventures through caves and have booby traps and stuff. Like, there's no question what the inspiration was. But it was definitely its own thing also. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I thought it was really fun. It was on Netflix, so you can't go wrong with the price if you've already got Netflix. And, again, it's like a PG one. Right. It's even more, like, I think the original Goonies is PG, isn't it? I feel like it was before PG-13, right? So this yeah. one has less content than the original yeah, Goonies, for sure. it did. But, um, I don't know, I thought it was really fun. I did, too. Finally, we got to talk about our two more um, Marvel, movies. Marvel movies that we watched. And the next one, last one we talked about was Avengers. So the next one we hadn't talked about yet... And it's interesting, this is the two that I had ranked the lowest in the Marvel canon of the mm-hmm. two that we watched. So the first one was Iron Man 3. What were your thoughts? Um, I'm already getting stuff, like, melded together. What happened in this one? Um, this was when he, like, found the kid. There was Extremis where uh, the guys were all exploding. Exploding guys. And then he goes in, like, to the little town with the kid and he helps them, like, rebuild it. Yeah. And I it, get, it's like you can't go wrong with Robert Downey Jr. and his wittiness and Pepper Potts being all sassy and funny. This is the one where she, like, they kidnap her, remember? Yeah. They it's can, got Guy. And um, she turns into, like, a What's his name mom. from the time machine? Guy. Yeah, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, right, all right. Yeah, it, it was definitely rated lower than the other Iron Man movies, but it wasn't horrible. Now, when we watched it, I think you said you liked it more than Iron Man 2. I think I did. Interesting. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. It's better than I remembered it, but it definitely, there's elements in it, and there were parts that were really fun, but the overall story of it was kind of forgettable. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't even remember what really happened now. We just watched (laughs) it like a week ago. Yeah. And it's kind of how I feel about it. It's not bad, but it's not the most memorable one, for sure. And that brings us to Thor The Dark World, which was the other one I remember, like, almost, like, not liking. What did you think of Thor The Dark World? I thought it was good. I I love Thor. I mean, I know that part. <laughs> so, aside from Chris Hemsworth without a shirt on, what did you think oh about it? Oh, my gosh. It? It's so much Darcy. Darcy's so great. And um, it just had, it had a hilarious... Little part by Chris O'Dowd from the IT crowd. Um, There was a lot more humor than I remembered. I don't remember like laughing at all in it because it was like a a fish out of water reversal where um, Jane is it Jane? Yeah, they did. Jane goes to um, Thor's world, Asgard. Yeah, and. It's funny. They did the reverse of Cro- I mean, the exact what Crocodile Dundee did. The first one, right. she goes. Oh no, it's reverse because she goes to his world, mm-hmm. and then he comes to hers. Mm-hmm. And then in the second one, she goes to you know he started out in his world, and then she right. goes to hers. And so it is. It's like the reverse. Yeah. And um, Thor is Australian. In That's real life. right. 
there was a lot more humor. It was much better than I remembered it. I would say the same thing, though, that the overall story of this one is kind of forgettable. Like, I don't think Malekith was the best bad guy. And yeah. all the stuff in the Dark World was very, like, kind of bland. And there's a lot of CGI battles that you kind of didn't get too mm-hmm. invested in. But there was a lot more in it that I enjoyed that I forgot about. Also, uh, Loki's always a treat. He was great on his Loki's Loki's wonderful. And uh, and let's not forget Eric Selvig running around in his underwear or naked. He was great. So there there was there was a lot. It was a lot better than I remembered. Yeah, I, I don't know how much it's going to bump it up in my list, but I have much more fond appreciation for it now than I did before. Yay! Yeah. So, and along with that, we've been watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and we watched it so that we're watching them when they came out. Mm-hmm. And That's been fun. Yeah. We're not going to do... We don't have time to do a whole Couch Potato Corner right now, but, but that we'll we've get, been doing We'll that. get back to that. We'll get back on that later. we got other stuff to address there as well. Um, but for tonight, the one, there was one final thing we're going to do, and it's going to be real quick, and then we're going to close it out. So, we're going to talk very quick Music. <laughs> Well, I know you want to talk about your music theme for our road trip. Uh, well, that's true. I didn't even mention that. <laughs> On this road trip, um, we kind of like collaborated and came up with this. The I always like to pick CDs, you know, that we're going to listen to. You've suggested other good ones in the past. Like we have brought one CD that was released each year starting in like 1975 up to the current year. Um, we've done that a couple times. Um, sometimes it's around... The location we're going to, like in Hawaii, we try to pick Hawaiian or beach-themed stuff or whatever. But this one was fun because we just did a color. You picked a color. You said blue. And then I just went around on the CD shelves and was only allowed to grab CDs with blue spines on them. And that was pretty great. Did you ever get a picture of that? No, but I haven't put them all away yet either. Take a picture of it. It's very pretty. It's pretty great. Like, and it all—it gave us a really good, like, fun mix of stuff. Like, it was very unique. Pulled out some stuff we haven't listened to in a long time, and uh, I liked it a lot. I always see like Pinterest and Instagram posts of people who arrange their books that way. See, I couldn't do a long-term arrangement. I know, it's still got to be so pretty and aesthetically pleasing. Well, we'll do colors on other trips too. Okay. Because that was really fun. That's not what I was going to bring up, but I'm glad that you did. Um, no, my thing that I want to talk about real quick is that we are starting up our Potvox Presents series. I've mentioned it a little bit here and there, but um, we've got three bands now that are like on the books lined up. And so I just wanted to like throw that out there. The first one is coming up in April. I think it's April 11th is the first one. We'll have one more show before then to make sure you guys Mm -hmm. got it. But it's a free live stream thing on Facebook. You guys can join us and watch along. And then it'll be available to stream or to watch later on YouTube or Facebook as well. And And who do you have booked? So August August 11th. April 11th is a band called August Moons. Uh, They're a band that I did stuff with way back in the day. I used to book shows with them. Uh, They had a song on our first ever CD release with Potbox Music. And they went on to form, uh, members of the band went on to form Paravel, which we did other stuff with. And now they're kind of done doing some reunion stuff and they're actually releasing a couple of new songs. So the first one of Potvox Presents that's coming up 
We're going to talk with a couple of the band members and we'll feature one of their new songs. They're going to release. It's going to be a short one. Mm-hmm. Later on in, uh, and later in April, I believe, we're going to have the band Map from Velvet Blue Music. Josh Dooley is going to be doing it and I'm super stoked on that. Yeah. He was involved with Starflyer 59 amongst other great music projects. So I'm very, very excited for that. And finally, the one I talked about before, Travelogue is going to be in May. Um, and that's super great as well. Yay! So, we've got other artists that uh, we're working on getting stuff nailed down, but those ones are in the books. So I just wanted to make sure people are aware of that. We'll post links, of course, when it happens, and we'll uh, link to it in our uh, on our Facebook page as well. And it's fun to do. Fun and free. And you can hang out with us a little bit. Yay! And that's going to do it for this show, you guys. We told you it was going to be quick I mean, for us. quick for us, you know. <laughs> Still, thank you for recording with me, Janelle, on spring break. As always. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys being there. And if you would like to write to us, make sure you do so at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. And, of course, we'll be reading Ben's emails uh, on the next show mm-hmm. as well. Or his one email that's long. <laughs> and uh, I think it's going to do it, right? Let's. Wrap it up. (laughs) All right. So for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.